Hi, my name's Becky B, and this is the Concentrated Grounder Cast, to the point commentary on the CW's The Hundred. Today I'm talking about Juan Heda Part 2, and for Bellark and Klexa fans, it's game on. I confess that I'm surprised how quickly our primary characters have come together. Clark came face-to-face with both Bellamy and Lexa in this episode, and had profoundly different reactions to each. We start the episode with Clark and Roan playing Arya and the Hound across the forest. I really like the interplay between these two, and I wouldn't have minded if they had stretched that plotline out over a few episodes to better develop their dynamic. I hope we get to see Clark and Roan interact again, and I'm pretty sure we will. We are introduced to Pike and a team of survivors from Farm Station, including Monty's mother. I know there was mention of Monty being from Farm Station last week, but if there have been other references to Farm Station or Pike or Monty's mother in the past, I've totally missed them. It appears that Pike and the Farm Station folks have had a pretty rough go of it, and I wouldn't be surprised if we get to see at least some of what they've gone through in flashbacks throughout this season. Am I the only one not buying the story about Monty's father dying saving children from the Ice Nation? I'm not totally convinced that we can trust Pike, and he will surely be someone to keep an eye on in the future. Big-hearted Bellamy comes face-to-face with Clark, and I'm surprised how panicked and weak Clark came across as she begs for his life. Clark has kind of been all over the place in these last two episodes, and I'm not sure if that's bad writing or if she's just gone crazy. Still, it was nice to see her strong protective feelings for Bellamy, and it was equally as satisfying to see Bellamy's determination in going after Clark. Meanwhile, Murphy and Demori are trying to steal Cylon 6 and her Gallifreyan Nether Sphere. Who knew that Ali was actually a nuclear-powered space backpack? And who knew that nuclear-powered space backpacks could be jimmied open with a knife? It appears that once you visit the City of Light, that Ali then controls you. It also appears that the City of Lights is a glowing blue egg that downloads people's souls or minds promising new life. Cyber life. At least that's my guess as to how Gideon could appear in the City of Lights after he died. Could this be a plot to kill all the people and download their brains? We shall see. Clark is brought to her final destination, and surprise, it isn't the Ice Queen, but Lexa. There we learn that Roan is actually Prince Roan, son of the Ice Queen. And once again, Lexa is not someone to be trusted when making a deal. We also learn that Clark is not too happy to see Lexa again. This was not the romantic, tension-filled meeting that most Klexa fans were hoping for, and Feral Clark bares her teeth and angrily shouts threats as she's dragged away. So far as I count, it's Bellark fans 1, Klexa fans 0. Maybe .5 for the Klexa fans, for the Lexa doe eyes at the end. The final shot of this episode gives us our first look at the capital city polis, and as the camera pans out showing the city, Lexa standing alone on the balcony of the skyscraper, I'm left to ask myself, how did they make it up all those stairs? This has been Becky B. for the Concentrated Groundercast. Thanks for listening. What did you think of the opening episodes? You can give me your feedback on Twitter or Tumblr at Groundercast.